0: Welcome to the Success with God and Psych podcast, where it's all about a purpose-driven life where God and psychology mix together and guide your way. And now, your host who's funny, informative, and a straight shooter, doing this so you have a better life, Dr. Jessica Kirzner. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You know what I like to say, there's no better day than today for blessings, impact, and purpose. And tonight I wanna talk about something a little different uh, than what I normally talk about uh, with the California fires and this recent shooting um, in the nightclub. And it just made me think about... um, the way we come here, the way we leave here. And I remember once when I was about nine, one of my mom's best friends died. So she was a, she was a person I call auntie and, um, my mom was really, really upset. Um, and we were at the funeral and my mom was, uh, watching the procession go on. And I was sitting there and I was thinking about all the good times we had with her, um, If her sons were going to be able to still be really close with us now that she's gone, um, all the good times we had with them. And my mom looks over at me and she says, you know, you're not even crying. You you knew her. She was over here like every day and you're not even crying. And in that moment, I was like speech. I didn't have anything to say. Uh, And I've often reflected on that later. In life because she was very upset that I was not crying because she was grieving the future. She was grieving that she was going to have the loss of her in the future. And me, I was more rejoicing what I did have with her. And so that makes me want to talk about death tonight. You know, why, what, is there life after death? There's a quote I heard about death that I like. It's called, um, death takes the body. God takes the soul. Our mind holds the memories Our heart keeps the love. Our faith lets us know we will meet again. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. We will continue right after this, guys. Stress, pain, anxiety, stress, fatigue, high blood pressure, anger, stress. All of these make you feel awful mentally and physically. They affect your performance and overall happiness. Lower them all and increase concentration, relaxation, and energy. How? by getting your mind to a calm, quiet, and focused place with meditation. You don't have to believe in any religion to meditate, just believe in you. Begin by sitting in a comfortable position in a quiet place. Focus on a happy memory in your mind and try to enact all your senses, your sight, touch, smell, taste, and hearing associated with that memory. Take deep breaths in, Hold them for a count of three and then exhale deeply to a count of three. Repeat this over and over while focusing on the memory. Do this daily. This has been your healing act. Dr. Case. Focus me minute with Dr. Jessica Kershner. Please email me at focus at gmail.com. All right. And we're back. And so I want to talk about what happens when we die. Um, so we're to talk about what happens when you die. Uh, We want to talk about the physical aspect of death. And I'm trying my best to uh, blend the the psychology with the God uh, piece here. Because death, unfortunately, is a spiritual concept. Um, I mean, when you talk about what happens after death, when you talk about is there life after death, you cannot help but get into the spiritual part, the philosophical part. Um, And so you, you kind of lose that just psychology piece, right? Or just that non-God perspective. And so I want to do my best to try to balance it. And so the physical part of death is when you are unconscious, right? When you're dead, when the blood stops pumping from the heart and going into the different organs in the body and going to the brain. And then that results in a lack of oxygen, and when you have that lack of lack of oxygen to the brain then the brain shuts down and then we become unconscious and then everything shuts down and then we die right that's the physical part of death and then we have what the bible says about death and anytime death is mentioned in the bible it is the spirit is separate from the flesh so anytime Anytime your spirit is separate from the body, separate from the flesh, separate from your physical entity that you used to walk around on uh, earth, then you are now considered dead. And so that's it. It's simple. It's like what happens when we die? That's what happens in the physical piece. Like you can't if you want to go from a non-spiritual place, you cannot do anything else. That's just it. What happens is everything stops functioning and you die. That's what happens. So then we say, so then what happens after that? What happens uh, when I die and that that's that minute, that's that second when they pronounce you that time of death? Your body has ceased to function. Your body says, I am done. Death takes the body. So in that quote I was talking about, death takes the body. What's the next step? What happens? And so we're going to talk about God takes the soul. So, we're God and psych. So, all the people who follow all of the other many religions, if you want to debate this piece, you have to find another podcast, right? Because this is God and psych. So, from a godly perspective, what happens when you go life after death? It says, in the Bible, the moment we are absent from the body, we are present with the Lord. And so, Instantly, we are in the presence of our Jesus Christ, our Savior. We are present with God. We are no longer on the earthly plane, right? If that's what you believe, you say, okay, this is where I'm at. That's what I choose to believe. So when people say, are you suffering when you die? Um, You know, um, what happens In that that span, when my body is shutting down, in the period of time that your body is shutting down, I guess it depends on how you're dying. You know, if you're in the ocean and you're drowning, you still have to get past that physical place where everything shuts down. You cannot circumvent that piece, right? We can't circumvent that if there's pain when we die, if there's a lack of pain, you know, what our body does in that process to get to the place where everything starts to shut down. Um, but even with that though we have people that say in that moment when they felt themselves going right when they felt their body suffering um, or leaving it became a peace so in the midst of the physical pain in the midst of the physical turmoil in the midst of all of those things they still felt an emotional peace and I don't think we want to take away from that, that what happens when I die, the physical place, okay, I'm dying. You know, it, well, if I'm on fire, yeah, you're burning, you're going to suffer. Like you're, it's not, it's not like, okay, we're saying in that moment, cause you still have to burn enough to shut everything down. So you're dead. Right. So I die. So if we're suffering, we're suffering, but people that have come back with near death experiences have said and even in the the worst situations have said I still had an emotional peace and and that's huge that's not a little thing because it's something that is comforting to know that even when my body's hurting even when I have this pain I can still have an emotional peace I can still have some type peace means comfort I can still have that a comforting place in those last few moments that I'm actually, my body is actually doing that shutdown process, right? So you're in pain physically, but emotionally, what they report is a peace. They report a comfort. They report a a euphoria. So if you're gonna go, okay, let's go science, let's just go psychology, let's go not and talk about the spiritual piece. Then we can say your brain hits a place of euphoria. So you got like box into the brain. Me, I'd say maybe your hallucination, maybe you're psychotic, right? Whatever, if you want to challenge that. But either way, you're still comforting, right? You're still in a place where you feel good in that moment emotionally. So it's not that your body doesn't actually feel pain if we test those pain receptors, is but it is that emotionally, you, f- you feel comfortable, you feel at peace. And that's a huge thing. So we're going to start there. That's it. It's like physical peace, like if of into that brain, everything starts pumping to my body, brain shuts down, spirit separates from the body, right? That's the physical process of death. The emotional places, yes, you're in pain. And in one moment, you're aware of that pain. And then you're not. And before you die, you are uh, not as conscious, you're not consciously thinking about that pain as you were from that next moment, because then your body starts to do that shutdown process. And so you are comfortable. you are at peace. And that's where I'm going to start with that. And so next, I'm going to talk about life after death. And why it happens. And those two we have to kind of put together. Because it's more of a spiritual answer than it is a physical answer. That's like, Biology doesn't say much about what happens after life out of death. Like we're not still saying so. Uh, so the uh, things we talk about is not what you, normally people want to hear. When you say what happens in life after death. But I'm going to talk about it. So we'll be right back after the break. Meet Fred. Fred once felt stuck in a rut, and he had trouble connecting with other people. Then Fred read the book Path to Loving Yourself by Dr. Jessica Kirzner. Fred found the book interesting and exciting. The down-to-earth approach that the book takes helped to increase his self-esteem. Now, Fred spends less time feeling bad, and he grew to first love himself. Eventually, he gained the capacity to connect with others. You too can benefit from The Path to Loving Yourself by Dr. Jessica Kershner. Get your copy for only $9.95 from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or Books A Million. That's Path to Loving Yourself by Dr. Jessica Kershner. Get up on your signed copy at org. All right, and we're back. Okay, so let's talk about life after death. So what happens after we die? Okay, so for... All my naysayers out there for people that like to challenge it and want to hear just the physical part. So let's talk about the physical part of what happens after you die. So, all right, we hit the moment, you've had that piece of comforting, you had that piece of peace, and now your spirit is separate from the body. So, physically, what happens to that body? So the first part is self-digestion. And you heard that just right. Your body begins to digest itself. Ah, sounds pretty nasty to me. Um, but that begins in the liver and the brain. Right There's a bunch of reasons why it begins there, but let's just say the way those areas are made up, that's where it starts. And so that's what happens first. Then two to six hours after you die, then your body starts, your body temperatures drop and The blood thickens, right? So your blood thickens, which causes your body to stiffen up because you have all those places that the blood flows through. And since the blood is thickened, it's gotten kind of stiff, right? That's the thing that when you die, that when you go to the funeral home, they pull the blood out of you and then put the embalming fluid in and massage your body up so you aren't as stiff. Um, But let's say you haven't hit there yet. You haven't gotten, your body hasn't gotten there yet. You're going to be pretty stiff right um that's about 2 to 6 hours after you die then your body starts to take a bluish tinge or it gets a little bluish color to it after like 8 to 10 hours so all right so within 8 to 10 hours of that body that you're no longer with it is now blue it is now stiff and it is eating itself it's pretty disgusting um but that's what's happening right so uh and your body stiffening last for about 24 hours. So up until 24 hours, that suckers pretty hard. Like it's it's stiff as a board. Um so two to three days after you die, after your body's been dead, right? S- spirit and body are separate. You smell. And the reason why you smell is because there's a bunch of crap in your intestines, organisms, right? Like things that are still like alive, even though your spirit's not there, they're like like bacteria, organisms, microorganisms, pretty gunky stuff. And it still wants to eat. So it's like, okay, I'm going to still eat this. And it starts eating through your intestines. When it eats through your intestines, that's when you start to smell you're going to smell pretty rotten in there. It's like some nasty eggs. And that body is going to smell awful. So anyone that is trying to come see you, if you have a natural burial, is going to smell that. It's going to be nasty. If you don't get it, you know, go to the funeral home and get the embalming fluid. And the and embalming and fluid just slows it down. So it just kind of stuff still happens later. It's just that they slow the process down uh, so that people can see you for a little bit longer. And they plug some places up, the, the people at the funeral home, so that that gas doesn't release. Um, they kind of keep it in there so we don't smell you. Okay, so then what happens next? So then those same bugs, same organisms, same bacteria, whatever it is, that eating through your intestines start to spread and want to eat more of your body. So they begin eating your mid your mid area, right? Um, and so they start to spread to other areas, And then your tongue kind of sticks out. So it looks like you're trying to, you know, stick your tongue out of people. And fluid then begins to leak out of your face. So the holes in your face start to leak fluid. You're going to leak fluid out your nose, out your mouth, probably your eyes. Um, Yeah, that all sounds really disgusting, right? I am glad I am separate from my body when this happens. Because imagine if you were just sitting there feeling this happen i mean i wouldn't want to do it i don't know about you but it just sounds really bad i don't even want to see a loved one do this process but then what happens so then the skin dries out your hair falls out your skin's drying out so during this process now we're we're we're, we're like shriveling up right kind of like pruning right that's what's happening then your body turns dark and your teeth and your nails fall off so that's what's going to happen. And most of your flesh is done in like a month. So within a month, you pretty much don't have much flesh on your body. Like you're considered to be a like dry body after a month. And so then what happens is you return to dust. So we become fossils and return to dust. And so if you don't get like embalming food, right? Let's say you don't get caught. You don't get a coffin. You don't get that stuff. And like, you just get like, you say, you know what, honey, I don't want a coffin. I don't want anything. I just want you to tell them to bury me in the ground with nothing. Like I just want to go on the ground. Um, eight to tw- 12 years is about the time it takes your body to decompose. Right. Um, that's a, that's about fairly that time. And then if you say, okay, well, what does it take if I'm not that way? Well, then it depends. It gets really complicated. It depends on the type of coffin you get. It depends on the area of the country you're buried in. It depends on so many things that I'm just not going to go through because um, frankly, I think you can just look that up yourself. Like I don't know what type of coffin you think about getting. Maybe if you get a gold coffin, it'll be different if you get a silver coffin or a wood coffin. But I do know that at the end of the day, We're dead. That body's dead and it's going to decompose and you aren't going to be there to see it. And no one's going to dig you up to look back at you and say, hey, I want to look at that body again. Um, So just know it's after 12 years, you you pretty much look like everybody else that if they dig them up, you just look like a skeleton. Um, If that even exists at that point. Okay. So that's the physical part. So now let's go to my favorite part of this whole part. I've done that piece to say, okay, I've given it justice to talk about the physical piece. Now what happens in the spiritual realm? So what happens when at the moment we die? And so with God, we talk about people that are believers. So who are his followers and the people that are not. And so what the Bible says is that when you die, the moment you die, you are in the presence of God if you are saved. So if you are a believer, you believe that Jesus died on the cross, that he died so that we could live. You believe that he uh, that God sacrificed his only son so that we may be forgiven of of sin and that we have grace. And you say, you know what? I believe that Jesus is my savior. I believe in God. And the moment you die. So after that peaceful Euphoric time when your body is done with the pain, when you you become separate from that pain, and you have that emotional peace, then you become present with your savior, you become present with God. And I was gonna go through so many scriptures about this across the Bible and say, okay, it's spoken here, spoken here, spoken here. But realistically, you can look this up, it is everywhere in that Bible, but it is a spiritual concept. And what we're saying here is guys if you believe in God you get eternal life and he talks about it in different places in the bible where he even shows where he uh, brings people back from from the from death and he says okay you know your spirit returns to your body so you, he's saying that you know okay i'm a, i'm going to bring that spirit back i'm going to put your spirit back in your body so that separation that we're talking about I want to put it back together um that you you're going to meet with him. So I'm, I'm going to be with him. And what does that look like? So to me, when people say, what's life after death, are you saying you want to know what heaven looks like? Are you saying, is there heaven? Is there hell? Because for people who don't believe in God, for people who don't believe in Jesus, that he was our savior, um, then the non-believers, then that we say that if you die without believing in Jesus Christ, then you are not going to be with him in that moment. Now, Revelation, in the body of Revel- in the book of Revelation, there are so many um, that there, there you have the time of tribulation and you have where God is still trying to get uh, the non-believers to believe. Um, And we all die and all of our bodies are buried, right? But for people who believe we go to be with God and the people who don't believe, then that conscious place or that place where your subconscious goes or your spirit goes or whatever you believe in, is not there, right? And for me, I can sit here and we can talk about what does what do all the other religions say? What do I? But mine says I go to be with Christ, and that means that in that moment, in that moment, I get to meet this person that have, from the day I got here has been covering me, blessing me, uh, you know, uh, keeping me from. Protected me from the stupid decisions I made that could have gave, given me consequences, right? And doing all those things because I love my mom, but she couldn't do that, right? Because half of them she didn't know about. I love my dad, my earthly father, but half of those he didn't know about. And the ones he did, sometimes you still couldn't protect me from that. But my heavenly father could. And no matter what I have done... No matter what what I thought, no matter what I challenged, he could always handle it. He could always take that. He could always say, hey, I can handle you when you're angry. I can handle you when you're sad. I can handle you when you hate me. I can handle when you're mad at me. I can handle when you're disappointed in what's going on right now. I can handle when you don't like what I say is best for you and still be the same. No person can do that. And I get to be with that person then. And whatever you believe outside of that, what happens after after you die, if you don't believe in God, it's something different. And for for what I believe and for what the Bible says is that, that that is now a place of suffering right? It is now a conscious place of, of suffering. Um, And so that's that. So for me, it would say, Hey guys, try God And, and try him because to me, you say, if you try him, what's the worst that can happen? If he fails you, right? If he fails you, if you say, okay, I took it to him and he couldn't handle it. Or if, if I went to God and said, you know, I'm angry at you. And he said, you know what? I, I'm doing away with you. You know, if he said, you know, um, you are not my child today. Or if he turned Him his face away from you. I have not experienced that. And I don't know anybody that has. I only know people that have turned away from him. So I say try him because life after death, otherwise, you know where you're going to get right? You're going to be suffering. So in my head, right? In my head, I can sit here and talk about everything in that Bible. What what I really wanted to say is all that process we just talked about, we say, okay, what's going on? You got that self-digestion. You got all those things. I am going to, in my mind, believe that at that point, that's where you're at. You're, you're in that place and you're just like, okay, I am aware that these maggots are now eating on this body and I would like to be someplace different, right? I'm just sitting here watching this happen and this is freaking disgusting. It's kind of torture, right? To sit there and watch that. Um, So back to that quote I was talking about. So the quote said, death takes the body. So when death takes your body separate, we talked about that. God takes the soul. I just talked about that. So let's talk about our mind holding the memory. So our mind holds the memory. Our heart keeps the love. Our faith lets us know we will meet again. Our faith lets us know we will meet again. It's just what I was talking about. In heaven, we all come back together. I get to see the people that I knew before and they get to see me and they don't see me in that painful state I died in, right? That if I was burning, they don't see me burning up, right? They see me in a great state. I'm I'm physically fit and I look good. I'm like, yeah, you know, I wish I had this body on earth because my earthly body was kind of like not nice, right? Um, And you're like, look at me, look at this. You know, you get to see everyone and we're with God and it's great, right? So our faith, the, the faith is what I choose to believe. I choose to believe that I will see my grandfather again. I choose to believe that, I will see all the loved ones that I lost, that friend of my mom's that we that day, I choose to believe that I will see her again. And and I'm not, I'm a person that I truly, I will, I will mourn that I won't have you with the future, but I really rejoice in the time I got. And so when I lose a loved one, I start to think of, I'm thankful that I got to do this. You know, recently, a couple of years ago, I lost the honor of mine. She and I was very close, very, very close. I talked to her I talked to her about as much as I talked to my sisters and my mom, if not, if not more, because she was always like me. She didn't sleep. So we were up all the time. So anyways, uh, so I'm talking to her and, you know, she ended up getting very sick and dying of cancer. And uh, it was a hard, hard, hard process for me. And it was hard because I wasn't ready for her to go. But at the same time, I knew she was in pain and she had a strong face so she had peace about dying she was she was just warning us all to make peace with it right so one day i must have been like a month or two after she died i said you know every time i think about her i can't think about how i can't call her right now what i think about as how many times i could call her and those bring those like you know, crying, happy tears, right? In the beginning, because you're just like, oh my goodness, like that was so awesome. So awesome. But then I think I could have not had those. I could have not had those moments. I could not have that time. And so that's when we say our mind holds the memories. When I think about how I could always call her and I could always talk to her about, you know, the dumbest things in the middle of nowhere. I got this random dumb joke or this random like thought in my brain, I could text it to her. And she's like, Jessica, I'm not following you up and at three in the morning. Or she's like, why are you up thinking about that? And I'm just, like, just my brain, you know, it's just where I'm at, you know, and our heart keeps the love. I will love her regardless. You know, I'll love her until I die until my body's eaten with those maggots. I'm going to love her. And just because she gone, she's gone, doesn't mean I can't love her. And so, That quote was perfect to me because it says completely to me the what the life after death, you know, the why it happens. Death takes the body. Why do we die? We die because this body that we're in is always decaying. And from the moment those cells get active, from the moment we're conceived, the part that keeps you alive, the thing that makes your body work is the very thing that causes it to die. The body and those cells replicating, those cells splitting, those cells dividing, those cells saying they're doing that work is the very thing that ends up killing it, right? So that's why. Why does it happen? Because this flesh can only live for so long. It can only it can only do that process so many times, right? Um, what happens? We separate. You know, this body back goes one way, and my spirit goes another place, and. What you choose to believe decides what, what you have. And, and it's always a choice. So people can't say, well, I don't have a choice. You have a choice. Um, and then our families that are alive, their mind hold our memories, whether we choose we chose to be good people or bad people. Those memories are still there. It doesn't erase because you died. If you were a horrible person, had a horrible attitude, and you treated people very badly, they remember that. Those are the memories they hold. You know, our heart keeps the love. If I love to not be with you when you are alive, I'm going to love to not be with you while you're dead. That's that same thing. There is no difference there, you know, and our faith lets us know we will meet again. So if it's the same, if I believe in God, no, I want to see you. You know, I'm going to see you. I hope to see you um, because only you know your place with God, you know, and. If you're a horrible person, I'm hoping I don't see you. And I'm hoping that, you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't want to see you because you're really, really horrible. But my prayer is that you're going to change that place and you find God while you're here. So you're not in that same place where you're like, okay, I can be horrible to people. I can mistreat people. I could do anything. And so I didn't want to fill this one with a bunch of scriptures that you can look up. Um, but I wanted to fill it with, with the weight of death, we none of us have the choice over the moment. None of us have the choice over the time, right? We don't. We don't have the choice to say, okay, I want to die when I'm 69 and a half years old on a Tuesday in April when it's raining. We can't do that. But what I can do is decide what memories my loved ones that live before me hold, what love their heart keeps of me, and then I can decide who takes my soul. Does God take it, or does someone else? And I leave you with that. Uh, so guys, check me out on Heanax Dr. K at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, please go like the podcast. Uh, like the page, share it. Uh, we are almost at ten thousand followers on Instagram. I'm very hopeful it's going to happen for the end of the year. Um, the book is selling a lot, guys. I don't know what you're doing, but whatever you're doing, word of mouth is working. Um, at this month, we've already sold 150 copies. I'm very, very, very excited about that very, very happy. Uh, Please go write responses, feedback on Amazon about it. A lot of people are buying it. They'll send me feedback, but it's really, if you can make that feedback public, you don't have to share all the things you share with me, but you can say, you know, hey, I liked it, recommend it. Uh, Or if you don't recommend it, put that out there too. It all helps. Um, And uh, thank you. You can email me at healingx.k at gmail.com. Have a good day.